Okay, recording is in progress. Oh, I gosh. know. I, you know what? Every time it never fails, especially with like another podcaster, it's like all the juice happens like before record and you're like, I, damn it. I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just get so nervous. I'm like, is everything plugged in properly? It's like, I've never done this before every single time. <laughs> so when I did my podcast with Damone Roberts, who is yes. like Hollywood's King Brow artist, yeah. I went to upload it onto, um, like it, it saved on my computer and I was like, okay, cause you know, that's like the first, like, I know <laughs> that's like the first heart, like beat you're like, okay, is it going to record? So it did that. And then I put it on to, I edit through, um, what's the platform on, on Mac GarageBand. GarageBand. Yeah. Okay. I, oh my God. That's Same. so ridiculous. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> We're both like, what's that platform? So when I put it on there, it wasn't showing that I had sound. It was just playing him. <gasps> and I was about to cry myself to sleep that night because I was like, oh my God, like, I can't, like, that just took Damone so much, like, time out of like the day to it do would be me. done I can't if ask you, you would you could never ask again it's just done <laughs> I, I I don't even think I could ask again I was like oh my gosh but I just like had a mild panic attack and then I went back into my documents and I realized that it was something that was going on with garage band and I was like okay I was like a whole thing so I just Podcasting got, is very stressful. I just got so sweaty for you <laughs> it is it's really stressful it's a lot of work and the hardest yeah. part is like plugging everything in. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think it's like, just, you know, as estheticians, like, especially like my new job at fur, it's like, I just know how to like do like the moment stuff. The back end stuff is always so difficult for me. Right. So it's such a learning curve. Podcasting's easy. I could talk all day. Of course I can conversate with you all day, but can I piece together a podcast, put it on a platform, register my name, register the, you know, the whatever else that was like difficult. I mean, that's just, but that's also what beauty being in the beauty industry is too, is like, we can give a great facial. We can put on the lashes. We can wax, we can talk to people, but like, can we also file our taxes? Know what business to <laughs> like to be know how to do all those backend things as well. Like, how are we supposed to do all that? You know? It's yeah. I'm just down for like the fun part of this industry. Same. You know? I'm like, man, the other stuff just gives me like such anxiety and like I'm getting Same. my taxes done right now. And I'm just like, Oh my God, she hasn't messaged me in a minute. So I'm like, she's probably crying. Cause she's oh going to have to like gosh. tell me I'm going to jail this year. I don't really know. What? But. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Luckily it's like for me with my taxes, I, email her like December. I'm like, okay, let's do this. I've been paying my quarterly. I'm like so far ahead of the gate just because I'm so terrified of the IRS and just like mm -hmm. them being like, knock, knock, you owe us $50,000. Yeah. And it's like, oh, about that. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, can we set up a payment plan? <laughs> it's like student loans, right? You're like, I'll get my two twenty-five a month till I die. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know everyone's always like student loans. I'm like, I can't even begin that conversation. Because I'm pretty sure I still pay like $40 a month towards my student loan of a school that I never finished, by the way. This was... Oh, you too. This is my fashion school dropout student loan. I'm pretty sure. Oh. I, I don't even know because I can't think about it. Cause if I think about it, 
I'll kind of freak out over it because mm-hmm. what a waste of money, but yep. yeah, I'm still paying yep. on that and my beauty school. And like, could I pay it off? Yeah. But like, why <laughs> it to me doesn't seem like real. I'm like, all like my credit cards are paid off. <laughs> all my real things are paid off, but student loans are not real to me. I don't think that's like very responsible to say out loud. <laughs> I know I, well, the things that affect your credit, I make sure I'm on top of, but a student yes. loan doesn't, it, it's, it's actually, I think it's good credit, right? Or who I mean, knows <laughs> if they really should... want it, they'll take it. But until then I'm just down to like, give them, you know, I lie every time I like fill in my paperwork. I'm like, <laughs> Yes, I'm a I'm poor. Like I'm poor. <laughs> only allow like twenty dollars. I don't know. And now with COVID, it's like they have Econo- even- yeah. <laughs> economic hardship. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's hilarious. Okay, all right, I have to move on to this conversation. Okay, these, these laugh tears will actually turn into crying. Ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, I'll, I'll be like, but wait a minute. Now I'm stressing about my student loans. Uh, so we recorded. You had me on your podcast. Mm-hmm. Why don't you introduce yourself first? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hi, I'm Kirsten and I am um, confessing that <laughs> I will never pay off my student loan debt. Yeah. Um, no. Go follow um, her. <laughs> yeah. Don't follow me for money information. Um, my name is Kirsten. I am a waxer. I am actually a full body waxer and I have been an esthetician for 10 years um, I've been a, a licensed, yeah, wait, I just said that this is, this is actually funny. This is like my skit for what I'm about to tell what I do next, but, um, I've been doing full body waxing for five years. And, um, now for the last six months, I have been working for a brand called fur and they are a body care solution for aftercare. But most importantly, it is really just embracing, um, people with any type of body hair, um, needs that they want to take care of, whether it's all natural shave, wax, laser, um, these provide that, you know, luxe feeling, um, that takes care of specific areas like your pubic hair. So, um, I work for this brand as well, where I teach beauty professionals. Um, and actually yesterday I came from being a U.S. trainer to now I am considered a global trainer. Wow. That's fancy. I know. Right. I just trained, um, a whole team of people in New Zealand. So I felt very excited to do that. And I now have, am a global trainer. So amazing. I love that. Well, we, so I had been on your podcast and mm-hmm. like, we always have a really great time together, even though we've only, we've only recorded a couple of times, but I feel like our vibes are very similar. Um, very similar. And it's funny. Cause I would talk about it in my podcast where I like cried myself, like, like I not even cried myself. I worked up such an anxiety getting you on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and then like now looking back at like a year later, I'm like, man, this is like fun and like not anxiety ridden at all. And it's yeah. Funny. Yeah. Um, it's funny when you actually like get to know people and we mm-hmm. talked about this earlier and you realize people are just humans. Like I'm no better than you. No, it's, it's all about like our own personal journeys and like how we've done things. But like, I don't know, you just assume people have more than you might be better than you are more talented than you. And then you get to know them and you realize like, wait, they're just, we're the same. We are, we're on the same playing field. It's like this, like elite feeling. And you're like, realize you're like, you know, like you think about like, like both of us, right. We both have, have the opportunity to have Kelly Baker, right. You've had her on the podcast. Which yeah. is so amazing. I'm having her on my podcast, which I'm so excited for, but I remember last year, I wouldn't have even reached out to her because I right. felt like I saw her as this like elite person. 
And even though she's accomplished a lot of really amazing things, when you start to like humanize people, it's like, you don't become so scared anymore. You're like, she's just a human that has like accomplished X, Y, Z. Like it doesn't mean anything different than what you've accomplished. Your accomplishments are amazing too. Right. Right. Did you side note, did you listen to, it's okay if you didn't, but did you listen to her on my podcast? I have not yet. I have not, but this is why it's not because I'm, I'm not excited. I just, I don't want to listen to yours until I record with her because I it's don't actually want very to smart. be, in, yeah, I don't want to be influenced by your guys's conversation. Okay. I love that. Well, then yeah. I won't say much, but I, w- well, I'll say one thing. Well, yeah, you can still like say stuff, but that's why I did not listen to it yet. I was, so, I've already had like kind of a talking relationship with her. So I knew that she was like a down, down ass bitch. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she truly is that. And that's why I like her so much is like, she's not pretending to be anything. She's not, she's Mm -hmm. herself. Uh, and she was like really vulnerable on my podcast, which was very surprising for me. It caught me off guard because Mm -hmm. I asked her a certain question and it like triggered something in her and she wasn't embarrassed. She didn't ask me to like delete that or anything, you know? And so that was really cool. So later on you can listen to it, but, um, again, going back to like, people are just humans. It just mm-hmm. made me appreciate her even more and just realize like, you know, she is, she's the same as I am. She's the same as you are, you know, mm-hmm. it's just like different circumstances, different opportunities, time, timing, luck, hard work, all those things, you know, play into like where we're at in life. So anyway, but I'm excited for you to record with her. So I was on your podcast and then I was like, ah, oh, that was so much fun. And I even d- didn't, I DM you. I was like, can we do like a oh, quarterly, <laughs> yeah. Like a quarterly, like something recap where we just kind of just shoot the shit. So I do still want to do that. And we can just like randomly be like, yo, you want to record? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's easy though, because it's like you and I both very, very subtly know about podcasting already. Yeah. We have our moments, but it's nice <laughs> because it's like, I guess you can like take all that, like pre, you know, like when I bring a guest on, I love it. I, I always leave smiling, but you know, it's work to bring a new person on. Cause you have yeah. to really teach them the things, um, you know, tell them the tips, prepare questions, do all that stuff. But because you and I have such an understanding of podcasting at this point, it's like, I don't even think we discussed anything prior to coming on. We were like, yeah, we're just going to do it. And, and it's going to all work out. So, yeah. So I'm excited, but, um, we were talking earlier about just like investing in yourself. Cause I was asking you, I said, what is something that's, you know, trending that you're talking about with people? I know you're like me. It's like, you're, I don't want to say an influencer, but like you kind of are an influencer. So it is what it is. And you're talking to people in your DMS, you're connecting with people. And you said you want to talk about investing in yourself. And I think that's, I think that's a good topic because for me on my end, I'm getting a lot of people feeling stuck. Mm. And I don't know if you're getting that as well, but it's just, I think it's the social media stuff. I think it's like still the beginning of the year. People are adjusting, businesses are changing and people are feeling stuck. And I've kind of been in, in, in that situation, like recently where I've just felt like, wait, what do I do next? I don't know what to do next. I feel frozen. I know. I, and I think people too, we can't help ourselves. We look at other people and we see what they're doing. And I think that also promotes such this like stuck feeling. Cause it's almost like you're, you're maybe thinking like, wow, that person has like this going on or why didn't I think of that? But it's like, I think that comes from such that stuck, you know, like terminology in this industry too. 
So yeah, investing is always something that I loved to talk about because sometimes I think investing can make you unstuck. Right. I think sometimes it makes people feel like they are going backwards, like they're possibly giving away their savings or their, you know, checking or what they've earned so far in the year. But sometimes it's like when you have a, you know, return of investment in mind, like it, it just, it's a mindset thing. Right. So like, I don't know, investing has been something I'm going through this year. Like I've spent more money this year on something that I haven't seen, touched, felt, or know how the industry is going to, going to take on to it, I guess. But, um, I looked at myself before I like, look, I literally genuinely looked at myself in the mirror. (laughs) It was like, you're going to be so mad if you don't do this, you know? Yeah, so yeah. I don't know. So investing's just been something I've been dealing with. So I think that's probably why I've been noticing more people around me, like talking about investing, whether it's buying like a new chair for their studio or a new treatment um, learning course, that's going to help them with more clients. So probably just me. Like, it's like when you want to like a, you know, when you drive a blue car, you all of a sudden see more blue cars. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's like where I'm at. I love that. I mean, I, I've actually never really been afraid of putting money like into my business, but I understand why people do because it's that, what if it's the unknown, but, Mm -hmm. uh, I remember like my, my biggest investment was in 2020, like when COVID hit fresh, Mm -hmm. I had to give I believe it was like $30,000 for these like duffel bags that I had made. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) Yeah. So beautiful. But yeah, those probably were so much money. You can just tell. They were so much money. And I just remember like at that time, yes, I was freaking out about investing money because I was like, this is real bad timing. Mm, (laughs) Like could, could not be worse timing, but I've come this far. I just have to close my eyes and like write the check or whatever it is. Uh, and that's just how it goes. Like if you are wanting to like see different results, like sometimes you Mm -hmm. just have to say like, fuck it and just like pull the trigger and do it, you know, and hopefully something will come from it. But a lot of the times it is just like getting unstuck and like taking a different course and trying something different. Like I'm always buying like guides and, um, signing up for like different classes and stuff like that. And it's just, you have to do that to like, keep it going. Right. Or else you are going to get stagnant. You are going to feel stuck and you can't be expected to like self-motivate all the time. You need other people guiding you and helping you. And, um, and you also just need to invest in yourself and like believe in yourself and Speaking on like that, speaking on the duffel bag situation, (laughs) like, did you kind of have, I know I'm like going right back to the bubble, (laughs) the duffel bag situation. I mean, but like, do you like get what I mean by like, it's so much money and it's like sometimes more money than like we even like, like, it's like, you know, 40,000, I don't have $40,000 to just like throw away. If it didn't, if it didn't work out, I'd be, I'd be like heartbroken, like more than heartbroken. It would impact me greatly. Um, but like it, the reward is sometimes like a little bit like more fun, like than the risk, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. It's like, how do you, how do you like mindset yourself? Because like, honestly, like I know there's so many people that have like heard my story and they're like, I could never have done that. And I'm like, I just don't know why I did. And like, th- so there must be something that I have different or something that I'm like, must have gotten to in, in the part of my life where I feel like that is like, okay. You know me two years ago, I would have never 
I think, ever, you know, ever I done f- that. Yeah, no, I feel like it, it's confidence one, mm-hmm. two, I think that you've, you've probably, if I'm diagnosing you, mm-hmm. <laughs> then I'll go back to me, <laughs> but you've, you've put in the work mm-hmm. and I imagine that you've been researching Mm-hmm. and paying attention to what people are saying. I don't know what this thing is that you're I creating, <laughs> but I don't believe that you just pulled this idea out of thin air and you're hoping it sticks. Mm-hmm. And if I'm being totally honest, like you do have a following, you do have a community of people that like, know and trust you. Mm-hmm. And the same goes for me. That's why I, I made that bag. It wasn't to be honest. Like if that was me seven years ago, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have created that bag out of thin air. Mm-hmm. I had to wait. I had to build up the following, the community, the return customers and, and put in the work on that side before I just decided to create a custom duffel bag. Well, and so, also I think with you, it's like, you also have been um, like for people that have been buying your t-shirts, right? you've proven to them that you get these out on time, that they look good, that the quality has been great. Right. Like you, you've built trust in a smaller, um, value cost product. And so you were able to turn that smaller value into a more larger lux value. Um, and your, your people already trusted you. So it was like a no brainer to buy it. Yeah. So I guess, you know, to go with like the duffel bags, um, what I do that today, I don't know, but back then I was like, I had nothing to lose, you know, and I, but it, well, you've time- already built a mindset up where like, if you did, let's say that did completely flop, right? right. Like your mindset would ha- have gotten you somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like you would have picked yourself up right? and you would have prevailed. That's the difference is like, you've built your mindset up for this many years that you wouldn't have let that be the end of you. Whereas like if seven years ago, you put 30 K on the line and you did fail, that might've ended you in terms of like what you thought you could do in business. Right. Right. And so I guess that's another thing too, is like for people who are wanting to invest in themselves. And like, I just like that you said you know, maybe years ago it could have ended me, but Mm -hmm. I waited a little bit and, and I think that's why it, it ended up being okay. But like, could it have broken me if it didn't work? I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) I know. I think about like, wow, I don't want to be a business owner anymore. (laughs) Oh, I I feel like that that anymore. I feel like that a lot of days. Side note, how often do you think about like, I don't want to say not doing what you're doing, but how often do you have those moments during the month where you're like, Oh, I can't do this. Truthfully. Uh, I don't even, I don't think about like, I can't do this, but I think about, I, I take all of what I did in a day and I'm like, Oh my God, four of those things could be eliminated. And then I'd have been a real person today. Like, I just think about why do I do this to myself. I'm like, yeah, duh. And then on top of it, I'm like making my kid like, you know, well, he doesn't even eat real food. So I'm, I'm honestly just opening up a pouch, but I'm just like, man, he's already so much work. And like, I already have him. Why do I like, why do I do all these things? You know? And I I think about who I was when I just had like one job and one job only. And I'm like, God, I must, I had so much time on my hands and never felt it. But now I'm like, I, you know, I have the podcast, I have fur, I have, I work one day a week taking clients. 
I have this new adventure. I have the waxing guide. I just, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? You're also like showing up on social media and like creating content for that, you know, like it's a, it's a hustle, but when you get yourself doing this stuff in a momentum feeling like yeah. it almost feels normal. All yeah. Of a sudden. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, every day it's again, it's not like I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to do this anymore, but it's, it's like, I sit back and I'm like, I would be like cooler <laughs> if I did less, I would be way more, um, fun to hang out with. How about yeah. you? I know that. I know. It's like, do, would you just rather, it's like, sometimes you rather just clock in and clock out and leave. <laughs> So, I mean, sometimes, yeah. Uh, I think with the, but like you said, with the momentum, like it's just a part of your day. Mm -hmm. And so, especially with the social media for me, because it's a lot of what mm -hmm. I do. I, there's days where I'm like, I can't, I don't want to film anything today. Like, I just want to live my life. No, I just want to make my breakfast the way I would normally make my breakfast and not feel the need to take a picture of it and then tell a people exactly what I made and how I made mm -hmm. it. And like, that is how I've grown, like make communities by sharing things like that. But honestly, I do have days where I'm just like, I just want to make my coffee. Yeah. It's like, nah, fam, <laughs> you're not I don't, getting this and today. I, and I don't want to share it today. Mm -hmm. And I'm just kind of like learning to just roll with it. You know, like I took the weekend off and it just is what it is now. And before it was, I'm just working differently, you know? I don't know. This industry is complicated though, too, because like I talk to my friends that are outside of this industry and like when they talk about their jobs, they talk about it so differently than I talk about mine. I mean, I love the beauty industry. So like, even though I'm jam packed sometimes like with my day and my schedule, like I secretly kind of love it. Like, of course, you know, I'm like, we, I love this industry so much. And like, I love meeting people in this industry, but I love the flexibility, the creativity. I love that you can really invest and be whoever you want in this industry. So like, as much as I'm like, why do I do all this? I'm like, because I fucking love it. Like, yeah. it's like, it's a, it's a double edged sword. Like it truly how I feel about this industry. <laughs> I totally, <laughs> I totally feel the same way. Like there's nothing else that I could be doing. And mm -hmm. I, I totally agree with you. It's like the flexibility, the creativity, the fact that I could just, you know what? I want to create a social media guide. So I'm going to do it. Yeah. What? And you get like, like full reins. Like, yeah. it's like all out of your brain. Like, I think that's so cool. Like, yeah, I have clients that I see today and they come in and they're in industries like the finance industry and they're, you know, they do other things and man, like they really don't like their job. <laughs> and it's like, you know, and they could be making 12,000 times more than me. And yeah. I just love my job. Like I, I'm always happy at my job. I really am like, there's, I mean, I always joke with my clients. I'm like, would I rather be like eating Doritos on my couch, watching Schitt's Creek? Yeah. <laughs> but like, I'm never not having a good time when I'm here. Right. And right. I know other industries can't say the same, you know, I, I know we're like, at this point, so off topic, but I'm just, like, I know I love this. We're just rolling with it. So it's, okay. it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It's like what I like, even sitting here, I'm like, this is, this is work. Okay. I know. And I'm, and I made my coffee and it's next to me. And yes, I did film it. And I did, I did <laughs> show you guys today <laughs> on Instagram, my froth coffee. <laughs> but my point is really, it really does all tie back to investing because my point is, is like, you got <laughs> right? We all have to pay X to get into beauty school. Right. But after that, you can turn that first investment, right. That esthetician school investment into whatever you want, right. you know, and from there on forward, there are guides out there for free, um, which is amazing. 
there's podcasts out there for free, which is amazing. But on top of it, it's like, there's guides out there for as low as $99, or you can really do something like crazy, like, like me and you did down the line and invest $40,000, 30. Um, you know, there's just something really cool about our industry. Like the more we put into it and and the more mindset you have to get out of it, like you will be successful. It's as simple as that. Like the equation is very simple for, for us, you know? Yeah. I think, and it, but it just takes time. So Mm. I just, I want to remind people like to have patience and to just, I know it can be hard, but just to go with the flow as much as you can, because going back to what you said about investing, you invest in your beauty school, you graduate, you, you really, truly have no idea where you could be in five, 10 years. I would have never imagined that I'd be doing this 10 years later. You know, I thought, I thought maybe I'd be doing facials and like, or be a spa manager, or maybe I'd have my own spa. And now I'm like, no, thank you. I, I love where I'm at. I like get to do this. I get to, I get to create, I get to do whatever I want. And I get to watch my daughter grow up and like, that's incredible. So it's just having patience and being consistent. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's, that's it. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, it's just like two, it's like just realizing that when something doesn't work out for you, it's like, okay. And you'll, you won't see it now. It's going to really be annoying in the present, but like when you get to where you need to be in the future, it's, it's going to make sense. Like I used to fill out applications and resumes for brands. Um, when I was a facialist, right beauty brands. Like I did, um, who did I fill out a brand form for? Uh, I don't even really remember anymore, but I never got called. I never got called back. Right. So then I was like, Oh, like I just must not be good enough to, um, represent a brand. I have, I have to stay in the treatment room. Um, five years later, I am now a global trainer for a brand. So it's like, you just, things don't work out for you and it sucks, but you know, the comeback is, is sometimes the best part because then you realize like, I didn't want to work for those brands. I just was, you know, but I want to work for this brand. Like I've, I've really valued this brand a lot. And so it really aligned with me. And if I didn't um, have the opportunity with them and I went with another brand, like who knows where I'd be. I might've not even liked my job and and went out of the aesthetics industry altogether. So I don't know. Right. I have a, I have a tip for that. So someone Mm -hmm. is listening and they're like, okay, cool. Great for you. You went through esthetician school. Now you're working for this brand that you love. Like, okay. How did you get to that point? I would say something that really worked for me is like creating really great content on Instagram, Mm -hmm. like being consistent with it, but also just sharing products that I really like consistently. And if there's a brand that you want to work with, and I'll give, I'll give an example, image skincare. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know what? In my head, I was like, I really want to work with image skincare. I want that. Why not? Why can't that be me? So I just purchased their products, started using them, loved them, shared them consistently. It wasn't a one and done. So maybe same goes for fur. It's like, you love it. You use it. You're mm-hmm. cl- and then eventually if you're doing it right they're they notice they'll notice you. And if mm-hmm. they don't, who cares, but they notice you, 
they realize, wow, she's consistent. She shows up. That might be something, somebody we'd want to work with, or you now have a leg up and you reach out to them and say, Hey, I've been using your products for years. I'm, I constantly share you guys on social media. I get a lot of good feedback. This is what I could bring to the table. And that's how you build those working relationships with brands. So that's just kind of like an insider tip from me is like, I'm never thinking, Ooh, I hope to make money from this. Like when I'm, I share so much stuff on my social media, it's really, truly a part of my creative process. But if there's a brand that I really like, I make sure I show up for them so that they notice me. Like, I don't expect people just to like, give me money to post, you know, I think that's like the world we live in. Like, Oh, Mm -hmm. well, I, I need to like, you need to pay me for this post. I've given away a lot of free content in hopes that like, maybe someday somebody will notice, you know? And so uh, for anyone listening, I feel like that's just like a really good tip is like, you can, you can work for a brand or like they could pay you for some sort of ad or partnership. And it doesn't matter what your following is, you know? Um, so yeah, yeah, I was going to so. say at fur, we have, we have, we do like when we have launches, at least I can talk like about fur. Um, we have like X amount of boxes that we send out or X amount of product. Some of the people that we send product to, like, I, like for example, there's um, a girl we sent product to that at 800 followers. Like, you don't have to have like a big following. I mean, I don't have a big following. Um, well, what you, you do? I think well, you do. And in, in like the bigger scheme of things, right. right? But like, I started out, you know, with zero at one yeah. point. So did you? But like, I think more importantly, it's just like about how you show up for that following because yes. any, you know, anybody can have you know, I guess any amount of followings, but it's like, what can you bring to the table and how can you make yourself different from other estheticians? Like, how do you, how can you stand out for the brand? Do you align? Well, do you, um, use the product regularly? Do you truly believe in it? Or do you just want to simply be paid for it? Right. There's like these, a lot of factors you have to ask yourself, like, um, and yeah, so like, it's really not about like follower count. It's, it's like exactly what you just said. It's about how you put yourself out there and how you represent the brand that you really want to be a part of. Yeah. And just, and honestly putting in the work, if that's something that you want, if you want that, um, again, like you want that partnership with somebody else, like, it's just, you got to show up and treat it. Like, like they did hire you is kind of like Mm -hmm. how I, how I view it on, on my side is like, you know what, I just going to create some really cool shit and hopefully somebody sees it. So yeah. now I work with image regularly and, and, and it, what's that's so funny. A good, that's actually a really good brand. I like, I like their products a lot. Yeah. And I like them and guess what? I like, I like their products. They're all about professionals. Um, they're great to work with. They allow me creative freedom and those things matter. You know, they're not like, Hey, you need to post X one. They're like, do your thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I like that, but, uh, yeah, that's just, I don't know. I just thought that it's like. I think people want to know those things like, okay, well, how do you get to work for fur? Like (laughs) how did that, you know, some ballsy shit is how I got to work for fur, but, but I did not shoot my shot with fur to become a global, um, you know, I love that word, a global trainer for all beauty and retail professionals. Um, I had to, I, I built that relationship. I had them on the podcast, um, two years ago. And then I asked them a year later for, um, well, actually I launched the waxing guide without any sponsors. I proved myself through that. And then I sent them stats of that outcome. And I said, Hey, will you guys sponsor my, um, I was creating the waxing guide again, because I knew I could do it better. 
I had more money because when I first started the waxing guide, I literally had no money <laughs> and I now had more to invest back into the guide. I asked for, for a sponsorship. Um, they said yes. And they sent me the full line. That's when I truly had the full line of products in my hand and not just like for oil. Right. And then, um, I waited a full next year and it was successful and, you know, fur was happy. I was happy. And yeah, I then approached them like, Hey, we've had now two years together. I've clearly proven myself, but here's how I can, you know, make your company better. And so, yeah, it's a process. It's, it's a process. I love, um, that. I love that though, because I find sometimes that people like shoot their shot too quick. Mm-hmm. They're like, Hey, would love to work with you send out yeah, an email. It's like, and it's like whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. I want to see, I want to see what you've done. I want you to prove yourself. You know, it's like, that's, that's, that's hustler mentality. It's like, I'm not just going to reach yeah. out and be like, yo, work with me. It's like, no, no, no. Let me show you what I can do for you. It's not what you can do for me. It's like, this is what I can bring to the table for you. Yeah. And, and Lillian and Laura were like, I wasn't expecting it so soon. And they were like, Lillian was like, yeah, like let's set up a call in two days. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm not expecting that, but you know, I did it. And I, and I, you know what I did? I removed Laura and Lillian from a pedestal. I realized that they were two women who were moms who, you know, um, we're, we're creating a product. And I, and I took them off of that pedestal. I had a conversation with them and now I am, I'm within their meeting calls every single day. Like they are a part of every meeting call I'm in such a small community. I have like a group of, it's like a group of 21 women, by the way, they employ all women. Amazing. Yeah. And anyway, so, um, yeah, I don't, I don't see them as I used to see them. I think again, removing people off their pedestals and realizing that they're people just like you, um, with that being said, and I want to ask you this because I've had some interactions too. Like there's, do you ever have people that like instantly, um, DM you and is like, just like shoots their shot for the podcast, but like, there's some people that make it through and there's some people that don't like, do you ever feel like there's like a reason why people, some don't and some do? Cause like, I feel like there is like this meditative reason why I like choose some people over others. And I think when you said like, really just like, don't shoot your shot out of like blank air, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think I just always go with my gut and I do I, too. <laughs> I know, I know who I'm connecting to and with in my DMS, like mm-hmm. I'm constantly talking to people and I know who I have my eye on. And I just like with you, it was like, it just fits. So, yeah. and I'm at a place in my life too, where I don't have time to like be DMing somebody and then emailing someone and then talking and circling back and like, no, 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 I don't have time for that. So like, Mm -hmm. I just, I, it's just an intuitive thing where I know like, you know what, this person would be a a good fit on my podcast, you know? Yeah. I have like, I had a girl last year reach out to me and like, I just, I didn't know her. I didn't know anything about her business, but like, I don't know, like it was, it was a, it was a moment of like, this could be a really good fit. And I think it's like about what you're looking for, but like, she was like, Hey, Kirsten, like I've been listening to the podcast for a while. Um, and I think that I could be a really great fit for this topic. And this is why, and it was like, she was, um, a sustainable esthetician. And I thought that was so cool, but she was like, you know, and this is why I do X, I do Y, I do Z. This is the value that I can bring. Like, I just really respected that she laid down what that podcast was going to look like. And let me tell you out of every podcast I've ever done, she showed up with like, in just such perpetual 
parents to like talk about everything she wanted to talk about. And so, yeah, like, I don't know. I, and then sometimes I get people that are like, Hey, I'd love to be on your podcast. Like I'm this and I'm that. And I'm like, okay, I'll let you know, you know, but like she took the time out of really thinking and looking and all I was, I was like, dang, okay. Like I need you. Yeah. Come on my podcast. That, I mean, that's, that was a good move on her part because I will mm-hmm. say like, and then probably for you too, because we have so much going on. I respect when someone DMS me or better yet finds my email and is mm-hmm. like, this is what I, again, what I can do for you. This is what I would want to talk about. This is what, you know, I want to be featured on your blog and I will send you X, Y, and Z. Like, I don't want to have to work for it. If you want to show up and you want to be a part of what I'm doing, bring me, bring it all to me, you know? So yeah, I like, like super down. <laughs> I like that. She like laid it out and you didn't have to think about it because mm-hmm. if I'm bringing you on, I don't want to have to think about like, Oh, what should we talk about? Like, I love somebody who's like, these are my ideas because I'm already in my head about all my own ideas. So if somebody can show up, be specific and come prepared and organized, like it's more likely that that this will happen, that you, yeah, I that mean, we will I, work together. And I was so happy. Cause I was like, I didn't really even think about like to bring on a sustainable esthetician. And I was yeah. like, Dang, how, how cool is that? Like it was, it was a really cool thing. So I don't yeah, know. I love that. Um, yeah, I think it's like, you gotta, you gotta be ballsy, but you also have to be prepared. You can't yeah. just be like, Hey, I would love to be on your podcast. Like, I mm-hmm. think I have, you know, something really interesting to, to share. Like, Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's all, it's like, if I asked Fur for this position for this, you know, opportunity two years ago, I probably wouldn't have gotten it. I, yeah. And I, and I know that, you know, and that that's like, why it was like, I was assertive and I was ballsy, but I was also like willing to shoot my shot in the right moment. I think that's like another important thing. Yes. Is knowing the right moment and mm-hmm. really, really asking yourself, like, am I ready for this? Am I ready for this? Like mm-hmm. if this person says yes to me being on their podcast, am I prepared? Do I know how to hit record? Do I know the how to use my mic or, you know, like all the, <laughs> as I'm saying that, I'm like, I don't even know how to use my own mic, but like, <laughs> right. are Same. you, are you ready? Are you yeah. really ready? You yes. know? Yeah. Um, I want to ask something like, again, a little off topic too. Mm-hmm. How did you save up for this project? Like, what was your, what was your method? Um, well, I think it's always important to, of course, anybody starting any type of business to make sure that you have your LLC, but then what you can do is you can go and you can separate your checkings accounts. Um, so I could physically like see my money and like what was in where. So I made sure of course to have that in place, but, um, I, you know, that's the fun thing about side hustles is like when you have one stream of income, you are picking apart one income to fit so many different needs in your life. So like, if you, you know, me just working as like an employee as like a waxer, which is what I did. And I still actually do one day a week and I love, but like picking that one income apart and being like, okay, this has to go here. This has to go there. There's like not much left for the investing in fun stuff. Right. Yeah. So first and foremost, I, I did what I could from that. Um, I took advantage, honestly, of the pandemic, um, when they were giving out free money, I'm just going to be very blunt and honest. And instead of spending that on new shoes and new bags, I decided to spend it on a videographer that I could afford. So that's what I did with the money there. And then, 
Yeah. I mean, I just was like, well, that's no better time than when I have a couple, when I have a couple extra grand that I didn't technically like earn or need right? because I was already, you know, being paid. Of course, Florida, we were really lucky because we were able to go back to work very quickly. Um, but yeah, I took that money and I made that video and I got it like enough people to buy it, to get my return pretty fast. I'm very thankful for everyone that trusted me. Um, but then I took that return. I think I'm still answering this question like correctly. So just <laughs> dive in if I'm like a not, if I'm going to whatever, but, um, yeah, I just, I just kept pulling from this business account yep. while maintaining my clients. Right. Like I was working a lot, but I needed this money to live and I needed this money to invest with. So I guess I just kind of like, I hope in 10 years from now I can look back and be like, damn, Kirsten, you like hustled, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's, I mean, that's, that's really what I did is it was like, mm -hmm. okay, I can live off of my lash clients and this is my like play money to like mm -hmm. get, get risky. So I know everybody doesn't have the opportunity to do that, but, uh, my, another tip I have for that would be whenever you sell product, let's say mm -hmm. you're selling retail, have it run it through a different account. I'm all about like splitting up my accounts. I like to see like eight of them. <laughs> that mm -hmm. might be, that might be crazy, but it's like checking and savings personal. And then my yep. business account is my checking, my savings. I have mm -hmm. a tax account. So that way every week there's like money siphoning into that tax account. So that so way, smart. that way, when my tax lady is like, you owe for the quarter, it's already done. I'm not pulling it. And then mm -hmm. I can see like, okay, this savings account is for like if I want to do a guide or if I want to buy boxes for my guide or like anything fun, I can pull it from here. And then this is what in the checking is what I actually have to work with. Um, it's just like easy to see it like that when it's, when you, when you have multiple accounts, in my opinion, because yeah, I, and I, I don't know about you, but like, I'll look at my business account. I'm like, Oh, cool. For example, it's like, Oh, there's 11 grand in there. <laughs> no, there's no, there's not <laughs> like in two weeks, that's going to be gone. Mm -hmm, I know, but, but you see it and you're like, Oh, cool. Like maybe I, I can go buy something or I can go like start a new guide. No, I can't like, that's not my money. So separating it out really, really helps. Um, but yeah, but like, as far as retail, like you could just so have your retail in a completely different account and then hustle that retail and then build mm -hmm. up that account. And then that could be something that you could use that money to invest in like a new project, or maybe you want to launch your own product. Um, yeah. So, and it's like, too, it's like, maybe also like you add a new service on, right? Like, let's say you're a brow client, or let's say you're a facialist client and you add <clears throat> a hydrofacial or you add a lamination, you know, why don't you just like calculate what those are and, you know, just pull, just find something that like, you don't see as yours. Yes. Like this is not mine. This, these laminations are going to be for like my future. I love it. Whatever that may be. I love it. I think that that's such a great way to, in, to invest where it's not, you know, you're not just like pulling 40 grand from your bank account. Like I used to do that with spray tans. I was like, this is not my money because it's so easy and quick. And mm -hmm. I would like, you could just use that as you're spending money or you're investing money or like, you know, signing up for a new course. You just pretend that money doesn't exist. Yeah. And I mean, like, I just always want people to know, like <clears throat> I like started, I mean, when I started the waxing guide, I had no money. I had no money to start the waxing guide. And so it's like when people are like, Oh, they like, again, you see like the ending result. Not that I'm like over here and like some bling bling, <laughs> like taking myself out Same. to a steak dinner five yeah. days a week. But what I am saying is that 
you look at people like in the final destination and you think, oh, well, they must have had like that then. No, like that's not all the time true. And I am like a perfect example of I had like literally nothing but an idea. Um, I'm just a shell of a human who had an idea that decided to wake up every morning after that and and say, this is what you're going to do. It's like now it's like why I've been going to the gym. That's why I'm in gym clothes right now. I just got Uh done I'd wake up every morning and I, it is a non-negotiable. I yeah. am, I like talk mean to myself. I'm like, get up and get your ass to the gym because who are you? You loser. Think- <laughs> yeah. I'm like, who are you to think you're better than bettering yourself at the gym? Like I do these things, but I'm like, I just think you have two choices in life. You could either do it or you can't. And when yeah. people have these other notions of like, they get in their way too much. Yeah. You wake up and you just do it. Yeah. Or you don't, yeah. but I, 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 my advice is you do because you're going to, you're going to regret not right. Every night, if I don't go to the gym, I am always like, damn, I wish I went to the gym, but every day that I do go to the gym at the end of the night, I'm like, I'm really proud of myself for yeah. going to the gym. And yeah. I think because I do go to the gym, it makes me wake up in the next day and realize that I can accomplish a lot. Cause the gym is very hard for me because it's, it's hard. It's mentally hard. I agree. It's not something I naturally enjoy. I love people. They're no. like, I just love to work out. I actually don't. So it's something I have to really, I, really yeah. self-motivate to do. I feel um, really good about myself after I go and I feel same. very accomplished, but I don't particularly love going yeah. to the gym. I actually despise it. I, I, my skin always gets really bad. Like I hate going, but it's like, it makes me feel like I can accomplish it. If I can accomplish something like that, I can accomplish anything. So it's, it's like- also too, I don't know if it, like an age thing for me, but I'm like, okay, it's less about me like looking really good, but like mm. feeling good and getting my heart rate up. It's as simple as that. Like my fiance says mm-hmm. all the time, he's like, it's not about like having abs. You just need to get your heart rate up and you need to be moving so that you can live longer. I'm like, you know what? I love that. You're right. Like who am I to not do that? I want to live longer. I want to be healthy for my daughter. So like, I need to just like get up and move. Um, I have 7% battery on my, uh, computer. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We're, we're like- I feel like this is a perfect time, but to wrap it up, I think it's really important to just remind people that you can start with nothing mm-hmm. and you can, you can save even if it's a little bit at a time to work towards that goal. That's where I was at. I pulled two grand from my savings account years ago to create the Mm t-shirts and I just let it build and build and build and build. And now I am where I am at because of hard work consistency, but I didn't have anyone helping me or funding me, or, you know, I didn't, I didn't take a loan out on my house or do any of these crazy things. I just Mm -hmm. started small because I knew that that's the way that that was just the way that would, that worked for me mm-hmm. is I just wanted to like slowly, but steadily work on this thing that I was passionate about. And it's 10 years later and I'm still working on it. So mm-hmm. yeah, but you choose to move the needle a little bit each day. And yeah. I think that's like such a takeaway. It's like, just wake up and move it a little bit each day. Tell me about your waxing guide really quick and where mm-hmm. people can get it. So the waxing guide is a, um, modeled program. So there's two different options. Um, well, there's one option on there to learn, but there's like a bunch of different modules that, that handle two different problems that we have as estheticians. So, um, it's a, both a soft wax and a hard wax training. Um, I know a lot of the times people either have one or the other. I wanted to have both, but I did not use myself as the hard wax trainer because I personally do not feel like I um, am at a hundred, right? I only want to teach something that I'm so confident in. 
So I flew Mackenzie from the wax room AZ from Arizona to do the hardbox training with me. Yeah. That was a whole, that's a whole nother story. (laughs) Um, And it's funny how I, that's a whole thing, but, um, so she does a hard wax training. I do the soft wax training. And then also we have modules that teach you how to like hold the sticks, right? So it can be just for somebody who's beginning. It teaches you how to lay the stick on the arm, how to pull a strip. Um, and then, you know, what your wax pot should look like in terms of wax consistency. On top of that, there's another section in the program where I talk all about, um, you know, how to talk to your client, how to perform a Brazilian without getting like worked up and nervous about the Brazilian, but also making your client feel comfortable. Um, what are questions that clients have? What are different skin reactions? That's a big one. I take pictures of my clients who consented to them, um, in the treatment room and actually show you what certain skin reactions look like. So you get that as well. Um, and then there's a web design class bonus that I've added since then. And then actually starting next month, I'll have a tax one in there as well. So okay, cool. just adding all kinds of stuff. I mean, I have that, I have two different options, but that's like my, my, uh, my baby, the wax. Okay. So, I, love that. Trainings. I love that because in esthetician school, waxing was so terrifying and mm-hmm. I, we weren't, we weren't taught much if anything. And so mm-hmm. maybe I would have been a better waxer had I had the waxing guide. So I love that. Um, And people can use the code podcast 10 to save 10% off. I always like to just like do that for listeners. I love that. Yeah. And yeah, I have over 400 students now. So it's, it's exciting. Amazing. Awesome. Well, I always love chatting with you. I want to do this quarterly. Uh, next one, we got to talk about like celeb gossip, random, like uh, there's so (laughs) much celeb gossip. Same. (laughs) It's scary how much I know about celebrities. No, me too. Kind of embarrassing. No, me too. I know. I tell people that all the time. I'm like, I just am like not in it with like politics. It's not my jam, but celebrities are my jam. Oh, I know. I know their children. I know their backstories. (laughs) It's it's really weird. It's really weird. (laughs) My people are like, oh, what's your morning routine? I'm like, I open up us weekly every single morning. I know. I'm like me. It's like E news. <laughs> yeah. It's E news us weekly. Like I'm not meditating. I'm looking at us weekly. That's my meditation. <laughs> I know it's like junk TV, but on your phone, I, I love it. I'm like, I'm, I'm all about like the Pete and Kim thing. I can't oh, stop. So I like, yeah, I can open up that can of worms, but we don't have time. I know. Is it weird, though time. that I kind of like them? <laughs> I know. I love them. Okay. I'm team them. I, with that I being said. Yeah. I, I totally get why she's like into Pete. Okay. I totally do. I know people, Dude, people are hating on Pete, but Pete has no. something. He wouldn't uh-huh. be able to just pull all these chicks if he didn't have some sort of swag. You I know? already like, know what he has. I can probably <laughs> pinpoint him in a, in a room alone with a conversation. I just already know Pete's swag. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I already know he could pull girls. 100%. No doubt. He got Kate Beckinsale. Come on. <laughs> Right. I'm like, yeah. So freaking Ariana Grande wrote a song about him. Are we kidding? It's called yeah. Pete Davidson. <laughs> like, what? I love that we're on the same page about this <sighs> as, as most things. Um, yeah. okay. So yes, till next time. Yeah. Till next time. <laughs> where can people find you on social? What's your website? Link all the things or like, yeah. Plug all the so things. 
thewaxingguide.com is where you can find the waxing guide. There's also two different ones on there as well. If you just want to simply have like a business guide that helps you open your first suite. Um, and then I have a student guide for all of the shit that should have been in a ladies book. So that's <laughs> quite literally what it is. Um, it's, it's a fun waxing guide. Um, and then Tampa waxer is on my Instagram. And then of course my podcast is called the waxing podcast. So I, I love it. Pretty straightforward. I love it. I love that. I love what you're doing. I think that there's like a definite need, especially specifically in the waxing industry and I just think you're great. So that's it. <laughs> when we hop off, I'm going to tell you my surprise. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. The, I can't that do us part. <laughs> yeah. You don't know this, but people call me the vault. So I love it. Your secret is safe with me. Thank you.